A shade after 1.30 on the afternoon of Monday the 14th of August, 20 people emerged from the terminal building at Croydon Airport and were shepherded across a runway, still damp from heavy overnight rain. They were a somewhat disparate group, as international travellers tend to be. Some were British, some foreign. A few women, mostly men. The majority smartly dressed. One of the passengers was a man of average height and mildly chubby build. A closer look would show bright green eyes that darted around, eager to take everything in, and a nose that was bent slightly to the left. He had a mouth that seemed fixed at the beginnings of a smile, and the overall effect was of a younger face on an older body. Despite the heavy August rain, the man was wearing a long raincoat and a trilby hat pushed back on his head. In each hand he carried a large briefcase. One black, one light tan. Perhaps because of the burden of a coat and two cases, or possibly due to his natural disposition, he walked apart from the group. At one point he absent-mindedly veered towards a KLM airliner before a man in uniform directed him back towards the others. A minute or so later the group assembled at the steps of a Swiss airplane alongside a board indicating its destination. Service 1075 Basel. A queue formed as the passengers waited for tickets and passports to be checked. When the man with the two briefcases presented his papers, the police officer responsible for checking looked through them with extra care, before nodding in the direction of a tall man who had appeared behind the passenger. He was also wearing a trilby, although his had such a wide brim it wasn't possible to make out any features of his face. The tall man stepped forward and impatiently snatched the passport from the police officer. He glanced at it briefly as if he knew what to expect, then turned to the passenger. Would you come with me, please, Herr Hesse? It was more of an instruction than an invitation. What's the problem? Can't we sort whatever it is out here? There may not be a problem, sir, but it'd be best if you came with me. It'll be much easier to talk inside. But what if I miss my flight? It leaves in twenty minutes. The taller man said nothing, but gestured towards a black Austin 7 that pulled up alongside them. By now the last passenger had boarded, and the steps were being wheeled away from the aircraft. The short journey back to the terminal was conducted in silence. They entered the terminal through a side door and went up to an office on the second floor. Herr Hesse followed the tall man into the small office, which was dominated by a large window overlooking the apron and the runway beyond it. The man took a seat behind the desk in front of the window and gestured to Hesse to sit on the other side. Sit down. But I'm going to miss my flight. What on earth is this all about? All my papers are in order. I insist on an explanation. The man pointed at the chair and Hesse reluctantly sat down, his head shaking as he did so. He removed his trilby and Hesse found himself staring at one of the most unremarkable faces he'd ever seen. It had the tanned complexion of someone who spent plenty of time outdoors, and dark eyes with a penetrating stare. But otherwise there was nothing about it that was memorable. Hesse could have stared at it for hours and still had difficulty picking it out of a crowd. The man could have been anything from late thirties to mid-fifties, and when he spoke, it was in grammar school tones, with perhaps the very slightest trace of a northern accent. My name is Edgar. 
to smoke? Hesse shook his head. Edgar took his time selecting a cigarette from the silver case he'd removed from his inside pocket and lighting it. He inspected the lit end of the cigarette, turning it carefully in his hand, admiring the glow and watching the patterns made by the wisps of smoke as they hung above the desk and drifted towards the ceiling. He appeared to be in no hurry. Behind him the Swiss airplane was being pulled by a tractor in the direction of the runway. A silver Imperial Airways plane was descending sharply from the south, the sun bouncing off its wings. Edgar sat in silence, looking carefully at the man in front of him, before getting up to look out of the window for a full minute, timing it on his wristwatch. During that time he avoided thinking about the other man, keeping any picture or memory out of his mind.